This company's never been more profitable. You mean hugely profitable? I like it. Dayporter.com presents The Profitable Cleaner, a podcast on commercial cleaning sales and entrepreneurship. The one podcast that's not afraid to discuss real sales strategies with real cleaning professionals that produce real profits and real results. Here's your host, James Harper. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Profitable Cleaner Podcast. I'm your host, James Harper. Have you ever wondered what it's like truly scaling a commercial cleaning company starting at zero, just you and a business partner servicing a coffee shop, to actually growing that cleaning company to over $3 million in annual sales? Well, if so, this is the episode for you. I had the absolute wonderful privilege of sitting down with Jared Sarbit, the CEO of Picture Perfect Cleaning up there in Canada, and you are going to gain so much insight from the knowledge that he drops. I'm not exaggerating when I say literally it was him and a business partner that started out servicing a coffee shop and then they got their way into condominiums and then the rest is history. Now Picture Perfect Cleaning has over 100 plus employees, 3 million in annual sales and they've really figured out kind of that middle of the pack game. They're not super small, they're not a conglomerate super big, but they just have a really great business that provides great quality service. More than anything, Jared's been in the industry for 11 years, and you're just going to gain so much knowledge from this guy. I'm super excited for this episode. Without any further ado, help me welcome Jared Sarbit, CEO of Picture Perfect Cleaning. All right. Well, good morning. And Jared, thanks for uh, joining me here today on the Profitable Cleaner Podcast. How's it going? Very good. How are you, James? Doing well, man. I'm really, I'm super excited to speak with you. One, because it looks like you have some pretty vast experience with just running your own company here, but um, you're actually going to be the very first uh, commercial uh, cleaning expert that I've spoken to that's actually in Canada and not here stateside. So that's kind of a a, a unique perspective here. And I'm curious to learn a little bit about what the Canadian market looks like versus to what we might see here in the US, um, although I'm sure not too different. There's probably a little bit of differences. But for simple introductions, Jared, why don't you just kind of give us your story? Tell us a little bit about you. Sure. Yeah. So um, so we started the business 11 years ago uh, as a partner and myself. And um, really, it came down to, um, you know, seeing a gap in the in the industry. Uh, you know, there was a lot of mom and pops and then there was the big guys. Right. So there and, and those mom and pops were not professional. Um, they didn't have systems and, and, you know, forms of accountability and they didn't often treat their people very well. Um, they didn't know how to communicate well with their clients. So there was all of that. And then there was the, the, you know, the big guys that were, you know, had all the systems in the world, but weren't intimate and weren't be able to give that boutique style, uh, you know, quality of service. So we saw that, that, you know, opportunity and we kind of came in the middle and so brought a real professional service. Uh, We started, it was just my partner and myself cleaning a couple of coffee shops. He would clean one, I would clean the other. And, uh, but all with the intention of, of growing uh, and, uh, building a real business and, um, and the rest is history. Now we have about 120 staff, about 165 clients. Um, and, uh, we're doing, uh, just over 3 million a year in, in sales. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been a great, great time all the way, all the way through a lot of hard work, but we're, we're here. 
That's so. yeah, that's awesome, yeah. man. A lot of um, what I've learned about the industry is so crazy. Like the humble beginnings everyone starts in. Um, we work with a commercial cleaner in Wichita. Does like five million a year, and he literally was like, it was just a vacuum and myself the start of right. business. Yeah. And, um, you know, grew it to kind of what you guys have grown it to. Um, take me, take me to those early days, man. Um, it was you and a partner and a few coffee shops, but like people don't raise their hand saying, I want to be a, a commercial cleaner. Right. Or right. in this industry, I know I didn't, and yeah. I deal with the sales side. What, like, where did you see the gap and like kind of what turned you on to this industry? So, yeah, I, I, uh, truth be told, it was actually my wife that brought the idea to me. My now wife, we weren't married at the time, but um, so she's a, a refugee. Uh, she came from uh, northern Iraq and her husband, or sorry, her father uh, came here as a janitor. Um, well, didn't come here as a janitor, sure. but became a janitor uh, once he arrived. Um, you know, he had very little English, um, very little money uh, and and started cleaning. And he did that his whole way through. Um, all, all five of his kids are now university educated, uh, you know, and they're they're all uh, very successful. Um, but she saw that there are some really good people out there that are, you know, coming here with humble, you know, humble uh, uh, expectations and humble beginnings and, and are just looking to put food on the table for their family. And she said, you know, you can find these people and there's some really good people out there if you take the time to do so. Um, and, and it could be a good business. And I kind of didn't take it too serious at the time. You know, I was a hotshot manager at a restaurant and, <laughs> um, and uh, didn't, uh, I wasn't a hotshot. That's giving myself too much credit, but, uh, but, you know, I, um, I didn't take it, take it too serious, but then I started looking at the service that we were getting at that restaurant. Um, I asked, I asked the gentleman for the contract and he said, Oh, I, I don't have a contract. I said, can you, can you email me something? So I know what, you know, you're responsible for. And he said, I don't use email. Like, just, just write something down for me. Give, give me something. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what you do here. And, and like a month later, he still didn't get anything to me. And, uh, and I saw, you know, we, we pay him a lot of money. And um, I also saw that he treated his people really poorly. He would come in and yell at them and um, treated them like, you know, like uh, second class citizens. And um, and so I just knew there was a huge opportunity. Um, so I, I, I quit. Like I quit my job um, completely. I went cold turkey. I knew that if I if I just kind of did half and half that I wouldn't really be desperate and uh, and I wouldn't fight to make sure that I was successful. So I, I quit my job. My partner went to very part time. Uh, he also worked at the restaurant. I hired him there. Um, and um, and uh, yeah, there, it was it was kind of it was grueling, man. The first the first few years were, were not easy. You know, every night we go out and clean and every morning we wake up in the morning and my partner moved in with me into my 900 square foot condo and we would sit at my kitchen table, this little wiggly, like uneven table. And uh, and we would we would cold call all day um, and just go at it. And um, and, uh, you know, then we got we got one. We had the two coffee shops and we got one small little condo. Um, and, uh, we spent hours cleaning that place, like, <laughs> you know, like we cleaned it top to bottom. We changed every light bulb and the, um, the tenants were like, this, it feels like a hospital in here. It's so amazing. Um, and, um, and so that client that, that happened to be a property manager of that building saw our, our work ethic and the quality and our care and everything. And, uh, they ended up giving us another condo and then another condo and another one. 
another one. And then it just started kind of taking off from there is really through the, the blood, sweat and tears. That's awesome. I, yeah. I love those stories. And it's funny, like listening to people talk about their first clients and how much work you really put in and yeah. how much just like stress and energy and emotion went into those accounts. Totally. And yeah. now if you were to sign them on today, um, a lot of times they're kind of on the smaller end of accounts, right? right. And yeah. you learned because of the experience um, plays a factor into all of this. Exactly. Take me back to those early days of trying to sell, man. Um, obviously at Day Porter, we taught commercial cleaning sales. Um, I don't know what it's like to run a commercial cleaning company, um, yeah. which is why I love hearing these stories, but we know what it's like selling big time contracts all the way to like one-off you know, gym cleans, right? So we've kind of seen it all in the sales realm. Um, early on, tell me about your kind of like how you guys generated business. It sounds like word of mouth, but how you went yeah. out there and got it. Yeah. And what's that look like now that you're at the $3 million uh, annual stage? Like how has that evolved? Yeah. Okay. No, good question. Um, so when I was working at the restaurant, knowing that I was going to be leaving, um, it, it was a downtown, very, very popular restaurant, um, you know, and all the, uh, the, you know, big honchos would come down for lunch and that sort of thing. And so there were some pretty important people in there. Um, and so I took full advantage of that. And I was talking to every customer, getting to know them, telling them what my plans are um, and building that relationship with them. So when I was ready, I had some connections. So that's kind of, you know, and then and then beyond the restaurant, just talking to everyone. Right. Like just building yeah. those like, through my sphere of influence of the, those who I knew um and building the the like you know the, like the the foundation so everyone knew what i was doing so that 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 kind of started there um and got some that's how we got the coffee shops right because there were there were some people we knew from the industry and that sort of thing um uh then once we started the business um it was cold calling like you know it was it was horrible like getting so many no's like we were it was like no 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 and uh it was scary stuff but then it, all of a sudden we got that yes we got that condo that small one that I was talking about yeah it was just, it was just uh you know like it was just very random good timing they just happened to be looking for someone and um and I called them at the right time and they said yeah you know what you could you could give us a try here and you know and and so we got in there um and then a lot of it like you said was through quality of work a lot of our growth our sales was really through showing showing people what we can do right and uh word spreads fast people appreciate good work and honest work you know and so Absolutely. um so that was our that's our greatest sales tool is just doing a freaking awesome job you know yeah. and we're working the heck out of every contract that we got um, and servicing the heck out of it. So, um, so that's kind of, you know, like initially how we saw that growth. Um, <clears throat> and as we started growing, we tried all sorts of things. Um, you know, we did radio, totally not successful uh, and for and very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's not to say that it doesn't work for someone, but I think there's a way to do it right. And we didn't do it right. Um, I think personally, if you do radio, you have to do other things at the same time. So you see it in the magazine, you see it in sure. the radio and you have to do a full, that's my opinion, but, um, but uh, we didn't get anything from there and spent a lot of money. Um, but uh, we developed our online presence 
So uh, kind of as we've grown, that's been a, a big focus of ours and making sure that we're, we're, you know, we're found when people search. Sure. Let's face it, the yellow pages is, is uh, you know, or Google is like the yellow pages on steroids, right? Yes. Like times, times a thousand, right? So if people are looking, they're often, they're, they're going to Google search us and we want to make sure that we're found. So, um, so that's been very important to our growth. Um, we, we've, we have a sales manager. He's been with us. Well, he's been with us for four years, but we've had sales manager for about six years now. So around year four, three or four that we, that we hired a, a sales manager. And, um, and uh, that's been extremely helpful um, in, in our growth and allowed uh, myself to focus on uh, more of the big picture stuff. And that sales manager to, you know, go close the deals, you know, take the measurements, take the appointments, all that sort of, th- all those sort of things. Um, and that's been, that's been very useful. So, um, so he's prospecting, talking to people all the time. Uh, we do, we sometimes uh, contract out a cold caller. Sometimes he does it himself um, and reaching out, you know, just talking to everyone that we possibly can. Um, yep, absolutely. Yeah. It's a, I think even more so than ever, and this isn't a sales cliche, but they say sales is a numbers game. Mm. Man, I think with commercial cleaning, that couldn't be more true because I know that if I have a list of 100 people, probably 90 of them don't need our service right now. Right. Um, and maybe even maybe even half of those guys might not need our service like at all. Yeah. And then the other 40 don't need it right now. And then you probably will only speak to maybe 10 yeah. And they might have some sort of pain point. They might have some sort of consideration. And maybe if you're lucky, one's like, absolutely, we need this. Yeah, that's right. So it's yeah. like you almost have to stay in front of the same network of prospects. And we like to say plant seeds for the future. And it's a yeah. hard thing to sell because if you're developing a relationship with the facility director, it's a six figure contract. The truth is they might be locked into that contract till June of next year. Right. And um, things can go bad quickly in the commercial cleaning world yeah. to where you could fire a cleaner or whatnot. So it's important to just relationally stay in front of these people and be of value. And so like we always say, hey, we're here to be a resource, no strings attached. But then you have to honor that. So yeah. if they call you up and they have a question, Yes. You have to answer or be of service with no expectation. Yeah. But when yeah. there's a need, you're the person that they call. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. It's it's kind of one of those things. It's like we're we're okay being option B. You know, yeah. like that's yeah. you, you know, like and always you're being bad. that option B. Um, because because at w- one day, as long as you're continually keeping in touch with them, like you said, and um and and keeping your brand fresh in their mind. They, they will eventually want to make a change, right? So um, you have to be the authoritative figure, the expert in the industry, uh, the person that they, they want to work with, um, you know, or the company that they want to work with. And then, and then once they're ready to make that decision, you're, you're there and ready for them. Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely. Um, what a, talk to me about, like, I'm curious about the Canadian market, um, the buying cycle here, and it's very different from like, Utah to Florida to Texas, um, all the buying cycles are a little bit different. But on average, once you engage with the prospect and you find a need, it takes anywhere between like four to eight weeks for it to actually come to fruition. I'm just curious, kind of what's your sales cycle once you know there's someone 
Right. Um, and in your market, what's that look like? Yeah, that's probably a better question for my sales manager. I mean, I, sh- I should know that. But truth be told, I, th- I think it, it does change all the time. Like, for, for example, um, uh, Michael, our business development manager, he called me this morning. Um, first thing, he was the first person I spoke to this morning and early on, he said, oh, Monday morning, we got a contract. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I was like, awesome, good for you. great way to start the day. Um, and, and he just sent that quote in uh, on Friday. So, right. right. So like sometimes it can be really quick. Um, yeah. And, and every every customer, especially in our industry, like every customer is just so different, right? Like some are, you know, putting, getting multiple bids, going to RFP. Some are just coming straight to us and that's it. And they're getting one quote and they just, and they're in a rush. Um, you know, maybe, maybe their cleaners stopped showing up. Uh, maybe they got COVID or whatever, right? Like there's so many scenarios that can come up that can change that, uh, how fast or how slow it can take. Absolutely. Uh, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I, um, I think, you know, the bigger ones are generally longer, right? Like, you know, usually those, they, they are more professional. They're, they're giving the other company 30 days. Um, yeah. so, so I would say like often that is probably about an eight week turnaround by the time yeah. we go, you know, put the, the quote in and, and, sure. and they, they make a decision and then they give the, the existing company that 30 days, um, yeah. So yeah, there's always like it always seems like there's always like one last big step to get through um before you sign like a bigger contract like you said like a 30-day opt out with their other cleaner which you listen, we encourage because we would want the same for us, right? Exactly. We want that type of um I you know the the my favorite clients are the ones that call you the day before the invoices due and say we're done. <laughs> Right. And yeah. I'm like, ah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it's not that easy. Yeah. Um, uh, a few last questions for you here, Jared. And dude, this has been awesome just chatting with you. And I think what you guys have built um, up there in Canada is awesome to start yeah. from two coffee shops to what, you know, 100 people working with you now. That's just that's amazing, man. And thank you. Thank you. Um, we, we call that the American dream for you. It's the yeah. Canadian dream. You <laughs> I know? still call it the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, talk to me though. Like, uh, I guess a few last questions here. Like what's your main, like, it looks like you guys service a lot of different industries. I've noticed organically some cleaners just kind of find out like the guys we work with here in Colorado, they service a lot of cannabis and, uh, companies right. because it's Colorado. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, Kansas is dealerships. There's a lot of highway out there. So what's like some of your bigger industries you guys work in and how'd you guys establish kind of a presence in those industries? Yeah. You know, it, it does range. Our largest portion of clients is condo apartment buildings. Um, and we love those. Like they're, they're just perfect, especially during COVID because they don't go away. In fact, they increase service. Yeah. Um, so, um, that that just happened naturally because because we did get that first condo and it, and then we saw the success from there and and it just kind of took off you know like we just saw that we liked it that there was a good fit and they property managers liked us and um, because with with those is it's about making property managers life as easy as possible right that's all they want they just want to make their life as easy as freaking possible so that they can focus on other portfolio or get a bigger portfolio or make, make totally. their you know, so, so for us, it's like, how can we do that? That's our mission. Not, not, you know, like it's not, we're not thinking about the cleaning. We're thinking about how do we make their life 
amazing, you know, and if we can do that, you know, it works. So, um, adding on, you know, the intercom changes, um, putting up elevator pads, um, you know, and all those little things that, uh, we even do, we print off, um, notices for them in a lot of our buildings, that sort of thing. So, so that's what, that's one industry we've seen a lot of success in. Um, another one, we have a lot of dental offices, um, and, um, I, I mean, again, like, I think like it was like within the year one, it was my dentist that we ended up getting and starting with. Right. And again, just having that relationship there and, yeah. um, and then learning that we can do them really well and, you know, and, and sharing that with other dental offices. And, um, I don't know the number, but I would say we're upwards of 10 dental offices or so. Nice. No, that's a good um, niche to be in. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good. Also not going anywhere in COVID. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly, man. No, yeah. any type of healthcare is a good industry to yes. be in. Yeah. I heard something from a property manager that I just thought was so valuable. Um, actually on this podcast, uh, she said, what I love about a good commercial cleaning company is more than anything. Yes, they make my life easier. I don't want to have to worry about the cleaning at any of my properties, but more than anything, they're also like my eyes and ears on the ground. Yes. And she's like a good commercial cleaner will tell me like, Hey, like I saw a broken window on the second floor, just FYI. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, I didn't view it like that, but a good position to take is you are their eyes and ears. And that's, part of making their life easier. Very well said. Very well said. Yeah, that's, you nailed it. Awesome, man. Dude, so I have to ask you one last question here. Um, I, a few things that stood out to me as you talk about, you're okay with being option B because that B will maybe turn into option A someday. I love that. Yeah. Um, To the person listening that might be a new commercial cleaner, maybe they have one account, 10 accounts. Um, They just hired their first employee what would your advice be to like the young cleaning entrepreneur um, who you were just 10, 11 years ago? Yeah. Oh boy. That's uh that's, there's a lot there. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, um, the first thing I would say is take care of your people, like your team, like there is nothing more important, right? Like your, your cost on your people alone is like, there's nothing even close. Like, you know, we're talking like, you know, with our managers, we're, we're you know, close to 70%. And yeah. then our next biggest cost is, is 3.5% at equipment. Right. So <laughs> if, if you don't have your people part down, you have nothing. Right. And that's where a lot of the people that I think really struggle, they just can't figure that component out. So, so the hiring process is very slow. Take your time, uh, be extremely picky and because if you hire the right person, your life will get incredibly easy. If you hire the wrong person, you're you're going to be in a rat race, right? So, yeah. um, so that's number one. Take care of people. Like put them like like not just not just as your equal, but treat them like they're they're gold, right? Like yeah. put the put them on a platter, like on a pedestal, right? Yeah. Um, so so that's number one. No, um, the next thing I would say is if you're going to do it work your butt off, like, sure. like swing your fists, work like you've never worked before and be patient, right? Like you just, you got to put in, you, you got to do it. You know, you got to just swing your fists. It's not a get rich fast program. It's just not, yes. it's a get rich slow program and you can get rich, you know, you can do it. And, um, 
like I, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm just starting. We're still, we still have so much uh, to go here, but, um, but it is slow, right? You have to sure. be patient. You have to do it right. Um, so work hard. Uh, yeah. Don't be afraid to swing your fists. What I else? Love that, man. No, yeah. I, dude, I love that. Like 70% of your cost is people. So that needs to be your number one priority. Oh, yeah. That's really well said. And man, I talked to these cleaners and they have this like staffing problem, not because they can't find help. That's kind of an issue everywhere right now, but uh, they can't retain quality work. And so it's like, as commercial cleaning professionals, we need to really keep our leadership in check. Yes. We need to like keep ourselves in check and how are we inspiring? People can overlook and think the cleaning industry is just the cleaning industry, but we're in the people business. Yeah, 100%. And, and that's that just reinforces it and spoken yeah. from someone that started with you and a partner to where you're at now. Yeah. I think it's well said. Yeah. And to this day I hire I hire every single person that works for us. Right. I, that's one job I won't give away because it's that important. It's yeah. that important. Who works for us is everything. Yeah. Right? It's, <laughs> so we can't, you can't, you, you, you can't, um, I can't put enough stress on how important that step yeah. is. Right. For if you sure. get that right, everything, everything else will fall into place. Man, that's really well said. Um, and that's why you guys are successful. So this last question is a fun one. I have a black box and a white box here. Um, they're a deck of cards. I've never read any of the questions in them. Pick either the black box or the white box, and uh, we're going to ask you a random question, and that's how we end each show. Okay, let's go black. Okay. Yeah. So funny, man. 90% of the people always pick the black box. Oh, really? These are like the the crazier questions. So. <laughs> nice. um, okay, brag to me about the best things going on in your life the past 30 days. Best thing going on in my life past their oh man. Well, I mean, I, I I have to put my children up there for sure. You know, like I got I got an eight-year-old, a, a daughter that just turned six this weekend, this cool. past weekend, yeah, and then uh eight month old. And yeah, uh, wow, you're busy. Yeah, yeah. But they are they're just they're my world, right? So sure. when I'm not when I'm not, you know, swinging my fists with picture perfect cleaning, I'm uh I'm enjoying every moment with them and um, yeah, they're, they're definitely the, the best thing in my, in my last 30 days, but, but you know what, there's a lot of good things in within my business as well, um, that I can't, I can't, I have to be grateful for as well. So, uh, lots, lots to be grateful for. Yeah. That's cool, man. Well, dude, yeah. family's everything. And it's a big principle of ours at day Porter. And I think, you know, I don't work just to work. I work for a bigger purpose, which is also my kids. So eight yeah. months, man, are you sleeping through the night yet? Uh, I am my wife, not so much. <laughs> yeah. man, bless her heart, man. Those are, yeah. I, have a, I have a one-year-old, so I'm not, I, yeah. I know how that is, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's hard work. It's hard work. Yeah. Cool. Well, Jared, where can uh, people find you or learn more about your company? We'll link everything in the show notes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where can people find you at? Yeah. yeah. So, um, our website is, uh, www.pictureperfectcleaning.ca. Um, so they can find me there. Um, if, if, uh, if they want to get to me personally on LinkedIn, uh, Jared Sarbit, S-A-R-B-I-T, you can, if you want to add that link in or whatever yep. you'd like, Absolutely. um, they can, they can message me there, add me there. Um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm pretty accessible. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hey, yeah. Jared, I really appreciate it, brother. And man, we'd love to have you back on and maybe even talk to your sales manager sometime. That'd be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. He'd give a lot more value than I would, I think. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> so. I appreciate it, man. You bet. Thanks, James. Anytime. Right. Okay. Take care.